Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and over. Limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome to the very first kickoff show for the RF Sports. I'm your host, RF. Uh, what I'm going to do is basically break down the show for y'all, let y'all know what we're going to be doing. It's going to be basically a sports talk show, but from a fan's perspective. You know, we're not ex-NFL players. We're not Chris Mortensen or Adam Schechter, but we follow sports just the same. So we're going to give y'all a fan's perspective of how we see sports and how it goes. If you guys are tuned in on the on the internet on Facebook, thank y'all and welcome to the show. Uh, you can definitely call in where you have a chance to voice your opinion on any topic or bring up any topic that you want to bring up. The call in number is three two three nine two seven two nine oh six. That's three two three nine two seven two nine oh six. Or you can hit us on Twitter at Boss Rife, B-O-S-S-R-I-F-E, and uh, send your questions by Twitter. Give us a call. We'd like to hear from you. And today we're going to have a few special guests on, some of our real close friends and family, uh, to give you some opinions on what we talk about when we get together and uh, watch the game. So it's going to be a real fun show. So just stay tuned in, and we'll definitely get it rolling. Just to give you all a quick update on what's going on with the game, uh, right now it's 14-9, New Orleans over Minnesota. Uh, we'll definitely get into some of that. Uh, from what I can tell from watching the game, it looks like it could go either way at this point. I mean, New Orleans is on top of them and New Orleans is at home. And if y'all listen to some of the previous shows, I know I did pick New Orleans to win, and I'm usually never wrong. So we'll definitely see. Right now the touchdowns, the first downs are rather even. Uh, Minnesota's got 11 first downs. New Orleans has 12. Total plays from scrimmage, 45 to 48 in favor of New Orleans. Total yards, 209 to 265, with majority of New Orleans yards coming from the passing game, 206. And the passing game for the Minnesota Vikings is at 118 yards and 91 yards rushing. So definitely Adrian Peterson is making his presence felt. What's killing the Minnesota Vikings right now is penalties, 5 to 3 in favor of New Orleans winning the turnover battles they did all last season. Now, I do want to touch on just a few topics real quick. Our first topic, of course, is going to be the NFL with this season kicking off. And I do have a caller on the line, and we're going to get into a few topics as far as where it goes with the uh, NFL. So if I will welcome on the show my co-host, Mr. Royce. Royce, are you there? Yeah, hello, right now. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Just, I'm sitting there watching the game. So tell me from your uh, perspective, what do, you, what, do you, what do you see with the game? I beg pardon? From your perspective, what are you seeing in the game? What do you think the story is right now? Well, since this being the first game, everybody's, you know, hadn't quite worked out all the kinks yet. Looks like uh, the Saints are really being able to move the ball. Of course, now miscues and a couple of drop passes, and uh, they could be up a lot more, like 21 and 9. And Minnesota is running the ball real well, but, you know, of course, now they they they, they got caught up in some of the jitters that they had last year from Super Bowl. Right. Now, me and you talked to several occasions in regards to what we think about the Saints. I know you're one of those people that think that you can't count the Saints out. I'm going on record, and all these shows are archived, so I'm going to say it, and everyone's going to know it, but the Saints are not going to repeat. There's just no chance the Super Bowl hangover. I mean, these guys are still partying on Bourbon Street. Right. They don't now. have a hangover. Let me tell you something I learned a long time ago. Take it to the bank. Never say never. Uh, there's always a first time for everything. But 
the Saints are the best equipped team to go back to the Super Bowl. As long as you have a Duke Reeves, you got a chance. Okay. You agree, you agree or disagree? I mean, I agree. I, I like Drew Brees. Drew Brees has came a long way. He's finally moved up there into the top tier, top five quarterbacks in the league at this point. And, and he did take a Super Bowl to do that. But he's always been proficient. He's been a good passer. Uh, he can definitely run the offense. So I give Drew Brees all the credit. But it's just got to be the other players on the team. The defense last year uh, capitalized off of turnovers. They had a huge special team play, whether it's Reggie Bush running back a punt or getting lucky on the onside kickoff as they did in the Super Bowl. I mean, it just depends. I mean, it's going to take a lot of the factors to have a magical season and uh, win the Super Bowl. Okay, right. Did the, the Cowboys repeat? The Cowboys did repeat, but that's a whole different story. And then uh, the Lakers repeat? That's a whole different story. These are proven. Well, what makes you think the Saints can repeat? It can happen. It can happen. Anything can happen. Where's the dark king? Only in America. Yeah, only in America. That's true. It can That's right. That's right. Now, another, and, uh, another topic that's going on with this story here is basically the return of uh, Brett Favre. Brett Favre will be 41 this year. And I know me and you, we have a little age here. So do you think that a 41-year-old quarterback can lead his team to the Super Bowl? Well, right, that's a touchy subject for me being a, a little older than Brett Favre. But uh, <laughs> I learned to realize that age is like fine wine. Gonna get better with time. Experience too. Now I give it up to Fab. I think that honestly, last season it was all laid out there for him. He had a his best season of all time. Uh, they got to the NFC Championship game and literally were just a few turnovers away from winning the game, which again they should have won. Uh, matter of fact, and but I think that Brett Favre got beat up so bad at that game. I don't know if he could have played in the Super Bowl. Well, I think that's what kind of changed his decision by playing this year because he got so close, you know, and uh, he felt like he had the team to, and the players around him to do it again. I think that had a lot to do with his decision and coming back. Because he was just one play away. That's true. You know, once you get bitten by that bug, you know, you want to go back for more. But we'll see. It's going to be an interesting season. This is just the first game. We're going to have another show, I believe, on Saturday. And uh, you guys just stay tuned in and log into the website, blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports to get all your updates and information on the shows. We'll definitely have a regular schedule coming real soon. Uh, but right now we're definitely trying to fill our way around and um, get the listeners up. So if you know somebody that loves sports, make sure you tell them to listen. That's blogtalkradio.com slash RF Sports. Now, a couple other things are going on in the uh, NFL, one in particular with another Saints player, uh, with Reggie Bush. And a lot of people are, uh, in the media writing articles talking about how Reggie Bush should either lose the Heisman Trophy or be a man to give the Heisman Trophy away. Now, the case is being made. I've read an article today in USA Today that basically says that on the ballot itself, on the Heisman ballot, it does say you must vote for an eligible player based on the rules of the NCAA. And going by the last couple of rulings, if you guys have heard, uh, they've already ruled. They've taken away games from USC. All the games that Reggie Bush played in, they gave, took away um, all the um, yards he gained in that particular season. So, in effect, he was an ineligible player. So, I mean, y'all call in and let me know, do you think Reggie Bush should have to give up the Heisman Trophy if the school had to give up all their wins? I mean, that seems only only fair. My opinion, give up the Heisman Trophy, give it to Vince Young, but let's not act like none of these college athletes are doing the same thing. It just Reggie was too sloppy to get caught. I have a question for you, Rodney. What constitutes an ineligible player? Because uh, we don't know how many kids are taking money. And uh, we know that goes on. That's a common occurrence in college football. So if they take books away, why why not investigate everybody else that wants it? They're ineligible, too. 
Well, that could, that could very well be done, but we, we're not speaking on everybody. We're speaking on one particular player, and he was basically the one that got caught. So I think if the school has to forfeit the games, has to give up all the stuff they did this season, then why should the player benefit and have a Hasbro trophy? Yeah, but we're talking about 2004. We're not talking about last year. Of course. Of 2004. Of course. And, and if they do take it away, it's just like the Miss America pageant. If uh, Miss America, for some reason, can't serve, or some in the second run-up, first run-up gets it. So why not give it to Vince? I don't think he'll take it to and that's a, that's a whole other story. A lot of people, I was having a conversation with another uh, good friend of mine, and he was saying that he don't even think Vince should take it. And if he does get it, Vince should give it right back to Reggie Bush. Just as a gesture of, hey, you did win it, uh, regardless of what happened. So it's a very interesting viewpoint. I thought that was definitely interesting. You know, and even though he was ineligible, he still ran the yard. I mean, he still performed on the field. I mean, that does has a lot to say a lot for him, you know what I mean? He did gain those yards, he did make those touchdowns, and he did play in the games. That's true. So you can't take that away from him. Well, we're going to see. It's going to be There's a lot. There's a huge uh, contingent down in Austin that's uh, putting together a uh, Vince Young campaign for Heisman all over again in hopes that uh, that's what the NCAA is going to rule to do. We will definitely keep our eyes peeled on that particular story to find out what's going to happen. And it should get pretty interesting, real interesting. We know, now that you talk about this subject, how did they find out? I mean, this was 2004. You know, why all of a sudden comes up now? Well, I think the investigation started a while back, and it's just finally coming to fruition. Now, this is something that's also a big thing going on with these agents, um, I don't know if you guys are following the story with the guy from Georgia, uh, but there's a player that plays on the University of Georgia and by the name of A.J. Green. And he's been suspended for four games for selling the jersey to someone in the NCAA said qualifies as an agent. And he basically sold the James jersey from the Independence Bowl last year for $1,000. Now, this happens all the time. This happens all the time. Make no mistake about it. College football is one of the biggest, biggest sports uh, right there with pro football. So this kind of stuff happens all the time. It's just that some guys are sloppy. Some guys get caught. And after this whole Reggie Bush thing went on, uh, you see a lot more players uh, getting caught up in the same situation. Same thing with uh, UNC. They had to start the game with 13 players on the bench because they knew if these guys get found guilty, we're going to forfeit all these games this whole season, and we're not going to do that. So they just set the guys out. But you'll see more and more stories come to light after this Reggie Bush story is getting so much attention. And this is the way I think about it. But it has been going on from from beginning. Of course. Of course, everybody knows it. I mean, it's no secret. It's just who gets caught, who doesn't get caught, who tells, who doesn't tell. Exactly. And, uh, I don't know if you can stop it. You know, I, I'm one of those persons that's for paying the athletes in college anyway because they generate a lot of revenue for the school. And, uh, you know, it also teaches them uh, when they do go in the NFL, how to, you know what I mean, as far as management money-wise. I've right. seen a lot of guys get a lot of money and, and, and uh, you know, uh, do a lot of crazy things and still, you know what I mean, that so it, it they get paid anyway. You're paying for the school, paying for the college education, paying for the room and board. You know, why not just pay them? Right, right. Well, that's that's the whole thing. How do you determine the pay scale for college football players? you got some college football players that are marquee players. you got some guys that are just playing. you got walk-ons. So how do you monetize, um, you know, playing for a college football team? I mean, these guys are getting a free education. A lot of people forget that. Uh, but the players are, you know, definitely looking towards the NFL. But it's a sticky situation. It's kind of hard. How do you figure out how do you monetize, you know, paying a college player? Well, you pay them on a, a service. Like they've been there a year, two years, his second year. You know what I mean? Uh, you can get bonus for if he's a freshman starter. You know what I mean? Uh, if he gains so many yards, he breaks records. If he's the highest in the 12th candidate, that could be a bonus. 
makes them work hard. Yes, sir. Well, we want to remind all our callers, uh, and I definitely want to give you guys a quick, uh, a real quick topic we're going to talk about this week. You can definitely call in and give your picks for the NFL. I want to know who you're picking in each division. I want to know who you're picking for the Super Bowl, who's going to represent the NFC and AFC. So definitely give us a call. Again, the number is 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. If you're online, it's Blog Talk Radio dot com slash rf sports is blogtalkradio dot com slash rf sports. Now we've got another caller. I'm going to bring another caller on the line. Welcome to rf sports. Who are we speaking with? Yeah, this is uh, this is Chris. Chris, how you doing? I'm all right about stuff. Good, good. Now, hopefully, you're calling in to give your you're calling in to give your opinion on who you're picking this season for the NFL. Well, yeah, yeah, I wanted to comment. You step back for a second. I wanted to comment on your Reggie Bush deal there because that's what seems to be the topic of the hour right about now. Right. So I tell you what, uh, I mean, nobody said anything to LeBron. He's riding a Hummer to high school every day. Nobody said anything to him. I mean, he's in high school. He's not even in college sports. Well, that's true. That's true. That's why I say this thing has been going on for a long, long time. So, I mean, you know, if, you, if you're going to put Reggie out there and make him give up what he has, you know, then, I mean, you know, you might as well give up everybody, coaches and everybody and all, alumni of schools and deans of schools and chancellors and everything. Yes, I mean, because they all involved. Everybody knew what was going on. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think it's fair for Reggie Bush to still keep a Heisman Trophy in his trophy case at home, but the school had to give up the Heisman Trophy they had on display at the school? Well, you think I mean, that's, fair? I, uh, that, that's really not, you know, something I guess that be my decision or something I would have to make. I, Definitely leave that up to somebody else. I'm I'm just looking at it from a perspective of basically you you gonna nitpick on him for that sort of thing. I mean, a lot of people is widespread. I saw the game with UNC where they had the players out apparently because uh, him. Uh, what was it? A Twitter that he did uh, from a club right. uh, in Florida or something like that. Right. Right, so I mean, the the whole it's been going on. It's not a secret. They know what they're doing. They know where their players are. I mean, you well, tell me a coach that doesn't know where his players are uh, out of town and then all the time. Okay, as much money as right on their school. That brings up a whole another scenario. I mean, just speaking specifically on USC. I mean, let's look at the players in the situation. Reggie Bush goes on to the NFL, wins a Heisman Trophy. Pete Carroll goes on to a job in the NFL. He's not there at USC anymore. He doesn't have to serve out the suspension. But the USC, the school, all those guys that are playing right now this season are playing for nothing. I mean, they can't go to any bowl games. They can't uh, They can't be seen on certain networks. It's a whole big mess for the school and the guys that are left holding the bag while the two guys, the coach and the player, are uh, moving on to bigger and better things. I mean, is that fair? I mean, like I said, I don't know. I mean, it's the same yeah, thing exactly. can be said for a lot of other athletes. Right. You know, right. the way I feel. I mean, it's, it, I feel as every school is guilty to a certain extent. Name me one that isn't. Right. Well, that's true. I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Yeah, this is now, when I have feel. you on the line, I know you're an avid uh, golf, golf fan as I am. Um, yes. And I definitely want to ask you a few questions here. As you may or may not know, uh, Tiger has been selected to the Ryder Cup. Uh, a lot of people didn't like that. He was a coach, a president's choice or a coach's choice. He didn't necessarily qualify to be on the team, uh, but the team captain had to select Tiger to be on the team. Uh, team captain this year is Corey Pavin. And, and a lot of speculation on was he going to select Tiger. Tiger hasn't won any tournaments this year. Um, I mean, do you think it's justified for Tiger to be on the Ryder Cup team? Uh, 
Well, Tiger on the Ryder Cup team, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's still Tiger Woods. I mean, he does have some good play in him. I mean, he's not necessarily playing well right now, but we all know, I mean, he has, name me somebody on the course that has a better record than him on, on any, any continent. That's true. You know what I mean? Let's, let's still not forget what the man has already done and the accomplishments that he has and still how far he has to go. I mean, that's, that's, you know, it's just kind of, he still is Tiger Woods. I mean, you know, there's no doubt about that. His, well, his eight days are not over. I think, I think if Tiger would have finished last in every term, he should still be on the Ryder Cup. But he's still Tiger Woods. You're absolutely correct. He's still Tiger Woods. <laughs> Now, do you think that uh, there's a lot of people been in the media, a lot of people writing uh, the newspapers that said that Tiger should have took the whole year off, and now that you look back on some of the tournaments he's been in, from his poor showing at the PGA Championship to shooting a 65 in the uh, Barclays and then ended up finishing, I believe, tied for 12th, um, do you think that Tiger should have took the whole year off, or do you think this year was actually, you know, good for him? No, I mean, because I don't understand how in the world you can, you know, improve on your golf game or if you're in a slump, get better if you ain't out there. I mean, that's just like, you know, it's just like an athlete trying to be the best football player he can be, but he wants to take a year off because he's got problems at home. Right. I mean, that's just, you know, it doesn't make any sense. I don't see how in the world you can get better if you ain't out there. But we all know practice makes perfect. I mean, that's not a secret out here. You know, what you got you telling these kids, but he's not going to do it. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for calling in, man. And, you know, you're definitely a fan of the show, and you'll be hearing from Chris a lot more often. There'll be a lot more heated discussions, I can I can assure you. But, uh, yeah, Patriots for life, Tom Brady. Brady. Well, I figured that was coming. I figured that was coming. <laughs> Now, while we on, uh, you know what? While you're on the phone, Chris, while we're talking about Tom Brady, um, he did uh, reportedly receive an extension deal today. Um, I know you're in agreement. I'm in agreement with you that Tom Brady does deserve to be one of the highest-paid players in the NFL. But how do you like the Patriots this year? I, I like the Patriots, you know, this year. I mean, they have just a good enough chance as everybody. Well, they anybody have, has uh, a chance before they play their first game. I need to know what is, what record do you have them going? You got them winning ten games, twelve games, eleven games. I mean, put yourself out there. You're a Patriots fan, correct? Hey man, undefeated all the way. We might lose maybe two two on the way, but you know, we'll 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 be there in the playoffs in the end when the dust settles. We'll be in contention and we'll be talking about all year long. Please believe that in a positive way as a contender potentially for you know that that uh, that trophy. Okay, well here's another question for you. Now that Brady's locked up long term, I mean he's gonna be there till he turns forty, I believe. Uh, Randy Moss, another key player on the Patriots squad, it does not have a deal after this year. Uh they haven't reportedly made any attempts to try to get him signed before the season starts. I mean, does that mean that Rand- that Randy Moss won't be there next year? Uh, I mean, I think that's just like Washington's politics. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, you know, why why give it away when you can build a height? That's just, I mean, that's just The team has been very, very diligent by getting rid of some of their veteran players, their older players. They got rid of uh, Richard Seymour. Uh, They ended up um, trading a few other other older players as they got older to bring in some of the younger guys, Mike Vrabel, players like that. I mean, that's what the Patriots do. They get rid of the old and bring in the new. So why should we I mean, assume that Randy Moss will be there? Well, I, I trust in the judgment of uh, Belichick better than I trust in the judgment of Randy Moss being on the team. Randy Moss is one of the one of the elements to the Patriots and how the Patriots works. I mean, you've seen, we've all seen, you know, as everybody's watched the Patriots over a couple of years, which I'm pretty sure they have. They got a lot of that time. Uh, basically, when Brady got hurt, and their replacement came in. I mean, the system works. We all witnessed that. It's part of a system, pretty much, Belichick's system. You know, so Randy Moss is one of the components of Belichick's system. I mean, he can always – the beautiful thing about him as a coach 
And as a mastermind, I think it as a chess player because it, it definitely ain't checkers. He, he's definitely playing chess out there. You know what I mean? So he, I think, as a as a strategist, can move any player into that position or, you know, any element that he has besides Randy Moss, another key player that he can make it work and, and make it successful. Well, I agree with that. I think we're definitely going to have a lot of debate about the Patriots this season. Uh, we, we'll definitely be talking a lot about the NFL. Uh, we'll also get into a few more topics here as well, but I want to thank you, Chris, for calling in, and uh, I want you yep. to keep it tuned, and you'll be hearing from Chris a lot more. Thanks again, man. Everybody, keep your patience. <laughs> okay, and I want to share a couple of things with you guys. I read an interesting article today. Uh, they had the top ten locks. Uh, for the NFL, and I want to give you a couple of the top ten that they have, get your reaction on it a little bit. Uh, and then we're going to start with number ten. Well, actually, start with number one. Top ten locks for the NFL is published by the USA Today. The number one lock, the tweets will fly, and the NFL controversy will continue. Basically, what they're saying is, if you guys don't know, uh, Ocho Cinco was fined 25000 for tweeting during a preseason game. Uh, Larry Johnson is basically out of Kansas City for basically tweeting some derogatory comments uh, towards the coach during last season. So they think that the tweets are definitely going to happen. A lot of more players are going to get fined. That's just something that's a sign of the times, I guess. The number two lock for the new NFL season, and this is very, very controversial to me. Let's just put that out there now. But it says Dallas will host the Super Bowl but the Cowboys won't be in it. Dallas will host the Super Bowl, but the Cowboys won't be in it. That's the number two lock for the NFL. It's published in USA Today today. But we're going to come back to that one. The number three lock, Favre will show his age. Now, we've already kind of discussed that one. The number four lock, the Titans tailback Johnson, will not hit the 2,000-yard mark. As you guys may or may not know, Johnson last year rushed for over 2,000 yards, actually 2,006 yards and 14 TDs last season. And this series already said and quoted he's going to rush for 2,500 yards. Uh, so we'll definitely see about that. But I like Chris Johnson. I hope he does reach the 2,000 mark again. Hopefully he can break uh, Eric Dickinson's record from 84 for 2,105 yards. But we'll see. Uh, the number five lock for the NFL season is, is that the Saints will not repeat. Now, we did discuss that one. The number six lock, Owens and Ocho Cinco won't light it up for the Bengals. And we can definitely discuss that topic. That's that's almost half a show just talking about what these two guys are going to do. And the number seven lock, McNabb and Cobb will take their lumps. And I think McNabb's definitely going to take a bunch of lumps. Once he realizes he doesn't have an offensive line uh, to block for him in, the, in Washington. And number eight is uh, the rival of the Bay Area. A lot of talk about the 49ers, uh, what they're going to do this season. Uh, they're coming back with a strong defense. They still have Alex Smith in quarterback, but everyone deserves a chance, I guess. And number nine is going to be hard knocks in the Big Apple. And what they're saying is that basically the Jets are not going to be the sleeper, the sweet uh, Cinderella team from last year, they're going to fall into a regression due to the sophomore player, Mark Sanchez. So I know a lot of you guys have been watching Hard Knocks, kind of a play upon that. And the number 10 lock is that the Packers will win the Super Bowl. The Packers seem to be everyone's darling team, Aaron Rodgers this, Aaron Rodgers that. But you still got to play the games. As uh, a lot of people like to say, you have to play the game. And I'm going to bring back on my co-host here. Royce, are you there? Yes, I'm there. How you doing, Rodney? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Listen, I want to go back. Some, you heard some of the top ten locks for the NFL yes. season. Um, I mean, what do you think about that list? Okay, uh, a couple of them I disagree with. Uh, number one is uh, Saints. I'm a Saints fan. Uh, they, okay. they won me over last year. And uh, they have just a, if not better chance than anybody else to make back to the Super Bowl. If you look at the teams out there, uh, my, 
I do have my certain pick that I'm looking forward to uh, uh, this year. Saints is one of my picks. Cowboys is definitely not my pick, and that is a shame as much as Jerry Jones has done to get this stadium and get the Super Bowl. The Cowboys would definitely not be in there. Okay, so you're telling me that the number two lock is true. The Super Bowl will be in Dallas, but the Cowboys won't be in it. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, definitely. Uh, from what I saw preseason, uh, Tony Romo is going to get really beat up. The offensive line is just terrible. I didn't see the offensive uh, progression that they had last year. I saw a lot of miscues. I mean, they have just seven days corrected, or less than seven days corrected. And unless a miracle happened, I don't see them gelling right now. Okay, well let's okay, let's 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 back up just a little bit. I think you're blowing the gun just a little bit. Okay, the Cowboys didn't have a couple of their key players on the offensive line. Number one. Number number two, Des Bryant did not play during the preseason. And the only offenses that really looked good during the preseason were the Saints and the uh Packers. Okay, I understand that. But you still have the uh, the three elements that's holding the Cowboys from having a great team. Those three key elements to me is Tony Romo, Jason Garrett, and Wade Phillips. Until you place one of those three things, Dallas will never win a Super Bowl. That never's a big word. <laughs> well, I'm the one who said never, said never. You're absolutely right. But it won't be as long as those three key elements are in place. Well, that's hard for yeah, me to argue with that. I'm not a Wade Phillips fan. I, I'm, I make no mistake about that. I'm not a Wade Phillips fan. I'm also not a uh, Jason Garrett fan or a Romo fan, for that matter. Romo does what he's supposed to do. He does what he's supposed but to know, do. But, but can Romo be that guy that leads us? You know, it takes it, a quarterback has to be a special player. He has to have that special moment. And every time Romo's had that special moment come up, He's either dropped the uh, the uh, the uh, field goal kick, he's thrown an interception, he's fumbled the ball. He hasn't had that special moment. Well, you know what they say: big time players make big time plays. That's and right. uh, if you look at uh, it, you know, Kobe Bryant, from LeBron James to Drew Brees to you know the. You know, most of the great players, when uh, right. they make great plays, they're great moments. You know, that's what makes them great players. And Tony Romo has yet to show that to me. And another thing about Dallas, Dallas is loaded with talent. But I don't see the urgency, the, the you know, in, in the players. You know, demeanor, I don't see anybody stepping up to just dominate a game, just take over a game. You know, you understand what I'm talking about? I understand what you're saying, but let, let, let me preface my next comment by saying I'm a huge, huge Cowboy fan. Uh, Royce will tell you, I, I, I bleed silver and blue. But when you go to a practice during the preseason and you got on shorts, T-shirts, and ball caps during training camp, and then I'm watching these other teams, New Orleans, Minnesota, Green Bay, even teams yeah. of the division, Philadelphia, Washington, they got pads on and they're hitting somebody. Now, to explain, I mean, what what kind of coaching is that for you to have to have training camp with shorts, T-shirts, and ball caps? That, that's what I'm talking about. It goes back to, to Wade Phillips. You, you have to have a coach. The coach goes as a, the team goes as the coach goes. Right. You understand what I'm saying? If you have a coach that's, that's not going to, Put up with all the mess, like say the shorts, the gagging, the drop passes. You know what I mean? Uh, Jimmy Johnson wasn't like that. You know, he 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 pull you off the field. And I seen Wade Phillips smile and the same facial expression. You know, I've never seen him get up in a player's face. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, just yank somebody. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't see him Wade Phillips. And like I said, the team goes as the coach goes. If they had Jerry Jones' drive, they'd be a hell of a team. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But we're going to see. It's going to be interesting to see. And we'll get into a lot about the Cowboys. Uh, matter of fact, oh. we have, might have a few Cowboy players uh, on the show. You just never know. i got a few friends that 
I can reach out to. So we're, we're definitely hoping for a good season. But I know you're not a Cowboy fan, but you're going to give me some of the teams that you're looking forward to think is going to really do something this year. Rodney, for the first time in the history of your radio show, I'm going to go ahead and give you my picks early. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I've spent the last couple of days studying this and thinking about this very hard. Uh, give me a minute and let me find my sheet. Uh, okay. While you, you looking for your sheet, while you look for your sheet, I'm actually going to just remind you guys, that you can log on to the Internet. Uh, the website is blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. And you can also catch us on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash bossrife, B-O-S-S-R-I-F-E. And if you just want to call in and listen, you can call the call-in number, 323-927-2906. 323-927-2906, and you listen to RF Sports on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, while we're getting away from uh, the NFL for just a quick second, um, there is some other big news going on in the sports a lot of people are not following. It is the FIBA uh, Championship um, for basketball. Right now the USA is, of course, uh, kicking ass and taking names right now. I mean, they haven't faced any real competition. They did have a scare about a week ago against Brazil, where they only won by two points. And basically, Lorenzo Barbosa missed the layup that could have sent the game into overtime. And that was a scary scene. I mean, that's Brazil. And a lot of it's made about this team. There is no, quote-unquote, superstars on the team. There's no LeBron James, no Kobe Bryant, no Carmelo Anthony, no, um, no Dwayne Wade. But you do have a lot of guys on the team that's making some big, big strides. Uh, one player that I know that you like, Royce, is going to be Kevin Durant. And if you guys didn't know already, but Durant hit 33 points today against uh, a decent Russian team, a Russian team that has two seven-footers down low. Um, right I know you got a chance to watch some of the game. What did you think about the game? Rodney, uh, Kevin Durant is MVP of the series. He's averaged at least 30 points a game. I, I watched the game today. And I have to give a shout-out to Lamar Odom. His hustle play today and his rebound and defense has been outstanding. I, I think he learned a lot going up against Gasol in, uh, uh, in practice because he has really stepped his game up. And I look for him to be a dominant player come in NBA right. season. This experience, really. But I, I had to give it to Kevin Durant, NBA, uh, Kobe, and all you teams in the West. Y'all better look out. Because that, that guy is supposed to be reckoned with. Yeah. I like Kobe. I like, uh, I definitely like Kevin Durant. I like what he's doing. I like the team they're building down there in Oklahoma City. Uh, they just added a brand new, uh, in the draft, they added them a big player to play down low through a trade, uh, doing the lottery of the draft. So I think they're really doing some really, really big things. Now, breaking news, uh, you're hearing it here first, uh, but ESPN Chicago is re- currently reporting that there's a trade in the works for Carmelo Anthony to the Bulls in exchange for Joe Kim Noah. And you got to be coming across the news wire right now. They're apparently discussing Noah's going to make $3.1 million this season in the fourth year of a rookie deal, and that plus cash is going to be able to get the Bulls to bring Carmelo Anthony uh, to the Bulls. It's not, it's, it's not been... Uh, actually uh, clarified as yet of what the specifications will be or it's going to happen, but they're in serious talks uh, for Carmelo Anthony to go to the Bulls in exchange for Joe Kim Noah. So we'll keep you guys posted. Hopefully that story of a break uh, while we're on the air. Now, what do you think about that trade? Wow. I, I, I have to wait to further news on that. And uh, I found my list right now, if you're ready. Okay, good. I'm ready. Now, now, let's do this a little bit differently. We're going to basically take this by division. Um, and okay. We'll, and I, you give your picks, and I'm going to give my picks uh, live okay. on the air as well, too. So let's take this by division. Now, what division okay. do you want to start? I'll give you first pick. Okay. Let's start with the AFC North. AFC North. And if you, those of you that don't know, AFC North consists of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cleveland Browns, the uh, Baltimore Ravens, 
and the uh, defending AFC North champs, the Cincinnati Bengals. My pick is Cincinnati or Baltimore. Okay, so we can pick two teams. Yes, you heard it here first. Cincinnati and Baltimore and the AFC North. Yes. Okay, I now I have to agree with you on that one. Because I think so that uh, Pittsburgh I think Pittsburgh's gonna have a hard time uh trying to come back after Roethlisberger missing the first four games. Dennis Dixon isn't a proven quarterback and they've gotta go at least five hundred uh during those four games and go two for two in order for them to have a chance to even win uh the AFC North. And they got some key first games in their first four games too. So I, I agree with you on that. Okay. My pick. Next pick, I'm gonna go with the AFC South. I got two okay. teams there. And you, I don't know how you can dispute these two. I'm gonna go with the Colts and the Texans. Wow. You going with the Colts and the Texans? Yeah, I think the Texans are gonna make it to the playoffs this year. Wow, that's a big pick. Now, now for those of you that don't know, the Texans have a much improved defense. Uh, they still have Matt Schaub and quarterback. They got some new running backs they're trying to work in. They still have Andre Johnson, so I can definitely understand that. Now, what a game key for you is going to be Sunday uh, at one o'clock on CBS. The Colts play the Texans, so you get right. a chance to see right then uh, what kind of team the Texans have. But that's 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 a bold pick. I'm going to go a different direction. I'm going to stay with the Colts as I've have always. Um, and then I'm going to also go with the Tennessee Titans um, in the AFC South just because I'm a huge Vince Young fan. And I think if Chris Johnson does get 2,000 yards this season, it's going to be hard for him to lose um, a lot of games, especially if Vince plays the way he played last year. Yeah, it was hard for me not to pick Tennessee, Rodney, but I like this Texan team. I'm a Texan. I think it's their time. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, we – and everyone knows this is being recorded. These are archived, and all of our shows are available on <laughs> iTunes. So when it comes to playoff time, this is the show you need to get. This is the show that you can use for reference. So we want to make sure everyone knows that. And now I'm going to pick another division. Since we stand in the AFC, we've done the AFC North, we've done the AFC South. Let's go to the AFC East. And I wish I still had Chris on the line because this is his division. Now the AFC yeah. East, you've got you've got New England Patriots, you've got the New York Jets, you've got the Buffalo Bills, and you got the uh, Miami Dolphins. Now, who do you like in this uh, division? I'm about to go with New England because Wes Walker's back, and Tom Brady has a new contract, uh, and they like all this happy. You can't never count count the Patriots out. Okay, so who do you think is going to be the team that rivals the Patriots if you're going to pick two teams to go? Jets. You're going with the Jets? I'm going with the Jets. I think this would be the easiest division to pick. I mean, Miami did sneak up there one year and win, but I think that definitely it's going to be a, a, a two-team race, and it's going to be the Jets and the uh, Patriots. As, as, as hard as it is for me to say the Patriots, but... We're in agreement on that, huh? We're in agreement on that one. We're in agreement on that one. Let's move out west to the AFC West, where we've got the Denver Broncos. you got the Kansas City Chiefs. you got the Oakland Raiders. Um, and, of course, you've already – you also have the um, – San Diego. Charge. Correct. Mm-hmm. So who do you like in this division? I'm going to go with San Diego and Denver. San Diego and Denver. I like to Diego. Now, Denver shocked a lot of people last year starting out 6-0. and uh, Then they kind of came down a little bit. Now, San Diego, no Vincent Jackson, although they did pick up Patrick Creighton. No LT. They got Darren Sproles. They did draft a new rookie uh, running back. Would you think that offense is not going to skip a beat? I don't think they're going to miss a beat. I watched them in preseason, man. They looked in uh, – uh, like they were playing their fourth game. Mm-hmm. They were ready. Now, this one I'm going to have to 
kind of split the decision on this, and I'm going with the Chargers, but I'm going to pick a very, very sleeper team to finish second in the division, and I'm going with the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> I got you mad. I must laugh. The Oakland Raiders. Now, you shocked me with the Texans, so I'm going to shock you with the Oakland Raiders. So you think they're going to be the sleeper team in the West, huh? I think they're the sleeper team in the West. I think they're already primed. I think they got a, a decent quarterback, uh, got his led team before. He played the NFC East, which is one of the toughest divisions out there. And I think they can beat a lot of teams out there. If the defense plays the way they've been playing in preseason, it's played the end of last year, they can beat a lot of teams in the AFC West. You know, the only thing that the only thing holding that team back was the quarterback last year. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty risky pick. I think maybe that's they're two years pick. away. I think right. they're two years away. Right. Let's get into a little of the NFC. Uh, now, the NFC, I think we should start with the NFC North. And okay. The NFC North is one of the hardest divisions to call right now. You got the Green Bay Packers. You got the Chicago Bears. You got the Minnesota Vikings and uh, improving, but not quite there. Detroit Lions. Uh, who do you like in the NFC North? I'm gonna go with the Packers, win a division, and Minnesota to compete. And Minnesota to compete. Yeah. yeah. Now keep in mind. Now keep in mind. Aaron Rodgers has not beat Brent Favre. Aaron Rodgers has not beat Brett Favre. As of yet. And you think this is the year he's going to do it? But Aaron Rodgers is not 40 years old. That far is. And I, I, if he makes the season, I, I, he's going to get too banged up. Uh, I saw pictures of bruises he had from the NFC game. If he get any kind of bruise like that this year, many games, it's going to be hard for him to make 16 games. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the same two teams, Minnesota and Green Bay. I think it's hard for uh, any of the other teams to do anything. As much as I like the Bears and I love Lovey Smith and what he's done with the Bears, but he's on the hot seat and his whole future's right now is riding on Jay Cutler, a quarterback that's got a lot of hype and still throwing more interceptions and touchdowns, especially last season. But I like Why you think Denver got rid of it? That's why Denver unloaded. He he's an intercepting quarterback. Exactly, exactly. But it's just a shame that a guy like Lovey Smith that took a team quarterback by Rex Russman to the Super Bowl has now got his future riding on a uh, a quarterback that's going to throw more interceptions and touchdowns. But yeah, who knows, Lovey Smith may be with the Cowboys next year. We never know. That'll be the day. <laughs> let's, let's move yeah. on down to the uh, NFC. NFC South, and in the NFC South, of course, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, you also have the uh, New Orleans Saints. Stop right there. Right now, I pick, I pick one team for that. That's the New Orleans Saints. No competition. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me a team like Atlanta is not going to contend for the NFC South? They're not gonna beat the Saints. They're not gonna beat the Saints. Well, they're, they're my second team, but I, I'm, I, I, I look for the Saints to win that division hands down. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think the Saints have a good chance than anybody, as you like to say. But I honestly, honestly feel like the uh, Atlanta Falcons gonna make some huge strides this year, and I'm gonna take them to win the NFC South. I think Matt Ryan's gonna have a a hell of a year. He had a good year last year besides the injury. Uh, they still got Tony Gonzalez a second year into the system. Uh, they still got Michael Turner. Uh, I think they're going to have an a excellent season this year. And I'm picking the Falcons to win the NFC South. Not because I'm not a, a huge Saint fan. I don't think they're going to repeat. But I just like the Falcons. I think the Falcons are going to do it. Well, you know, to me, Atlanta's like Dallas. Which team going to show up? Even with the talent they have. Which Atlanta Falcons team going to show up on any given day? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question to think about. Cause, well, that's, you know, true. that's true. And when they're at their best, they're great. When they're at their worst, they're, 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 they're terrible. But which team is going to show up? We're going to see. I think I, I'm going. We're going. We're going to have a lot of discussion. This is going to be interesting 
Sundays for us because uh, I'm, I'm picking the I'm picking the Falcons to do it this year. Now let's move yep. on a little bit to the NFC West. We're gonna take it out to the West Coast. Uh, who do you like in the NFC West? I like San Francisco. Mm. Now I, I knew he was gonna make I that pick. I, I knew he was gonna. I, I think I, I think you've been listening to me a little bit too much. I knew he was gonna uh, make that pick. <laughs> no, San Francisco for the last two years has gone anywhere but up, and they got a great coach and a. Uh, Frank Gore, as long as you have Frank Gore, a good running back, a decent quarterback, and a hell of a defense. I think they were ranked in the top ten of defense. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So, and, and a hell of a coach. And, uh, you know, it's it just like everything else. Everything comes back around. It's still turning again. It's been a long time. I'm going with San Francisco also, um, even though Alex Smith, I, I, I don't like him in the quarterback, but who else are they going to put in there? Uh, the whole experiment with Hill last year, I thought really deterred the team from even getting to the playoffs. But that defense with Patrick Willis, with Mike Singletary calling the plays, I mean, they're going to be hard, hard division to pick. And who else are you going to pick in the NFC West? I mean, the Cardinals are defending champions. But right. they don't have – I mean, who's, who's the quarterback for the Cardinals? Does anybody know? I mean, they yeah. got rid of Kurt Warner, retired. They traded Matt Liner. He wasn't the answer. They're not going to put in Derek Anderson. Which, who couldn't do anything in Cleveland. Exactly. You know, he's a, he's not a that type of quarterback. So we we will see the interest. But I think San Francisco has to wrap up. They can win nine games. They can win a division. Right. I agree. I agree. Now we're gonna move on to the even tougher call, uh, and I don't know. This is I mean, traditionally the the toughest division uh, in football, and it's the NFC East. Uh, I think the NFC North might give them a run for the money this year, but the NFC East, and of course we have the the Cowboys, we have the Redskins, we have the Giants, and uh, we always have the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, now let's 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 slow down for a minute. Because I think that in your heart, in your heart, you're a Cowboy fan. So I, I'm interested to see who you think is going to win the NFC East. No, Rodney, you, you're right. I am a Cowboy fan. I just don't like what the Cowboys have or uh, doing, more or less. Like I say, as long as they have those three elements, I can't see them. You know, why, why even waste my time getting disappointed Sunday after Sunday? And uh, getting my hopes up, and they let me down. Uh, that's another team which which team gonna show up with all that talent. But you have to go with Dallas because New York uh, is disarray. Uh, Washington has a new quarterback. I think they don't have a line. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Philadelphia uh, with McNabb leaving. That's a whole brand new system, new quarterback, and uh, so far. You know, he hadn't told me that much. I think I, I don't look, you know, so it's no competition. Dallas should win, and if they don't, it's a big disappointment, not only to me, but to all Cowboy fans. They, okay, wait, 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 wait. Are, you, are you picking the Cowboys to win the NFC East? That, that, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, no-brainer. I mean, like I said, who, who do they have to compete against in their division? Who, who's competitive? In the division, in the, in the well, East. I understand that. I understand that. I, I, I'm definitely picking the Cowboys. I'm picking the Cowboys by a huge margin uh, because I just don't think that, like you said, there's another team that can really stack up talent-wise with the Cowboys, you know, regards to McNabb and then Washington. Uh, there's a reason that the Eagles let him go. He's been there 10 years. Uh, so getting rid of Andy Reid, they decided to change quarterbacks. And it's always a sign of a lack of confidence in uh, the coach to me when they get rid of your, your quarterback that you came in the in the door with has been there for 10 years. Uh, but I think that it's going to be too hard for the Eagles to, to try to uh, to do something this year with a young team. Uh, the Redskins, they have a lot of holes, even though Mike Shanahan is a hell of a coach. I know he's one of your favorite coaches. Well, and, Ted, he gets his own players in there. He inherited that, that team he has now. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I, he had to get it. He had to get a quarterback number number one, and when he gets his players in there, 
I say two or three years down the line, look at Cowboy fan. Right. And I, I agree with that. I think that I think the Cowboys are definitely going to do it. And even more news on the Cowboys. Uh, they did agree to a deal with Miles Austin. Uh, they did sign a, a deal today. I don't know if you guys heard Jerry or saw Jerry on the radio talking about the deal. But the deal has come down. Uh, he's basically getting a total of $57 million. Uh, the extension is worth $54 million, and only $18 million of the deal is guaranteed. Uh, so really it's an $18 million deal because in the NFL, you're only good for the guaranteed money. Now, it's a six-year deal. Uh, contract extension is going to begin to start in 2011. Uh, what do you think about that? you think it's a good deal for them to sign him up and lock him up for six years? Yes, yeah, it's a good deal. I just hope his head doesn't get any bigger. But they good well, that's what I'm saying. Depends on how big his head is. He already has a big head. Lord, I hope he doesn't get any bigger. He won't be able to get the helmet on. So if yeah, he stays grounded, you know, it's worth the deal. He, talented-wise, he can be one of the best receivers in the league. But you have to have, surround him, you know, with good players and, and a right. good back. Give him the ball. And that's another thing. Jason Garrett, uh, just like when T.O. was there, you got to give your stars the ball. So if Miles Austin get the ball, they'll be okay. You got to give him the ball. He's a star now. Give him the ball. You know, put the ball in his And, and th- let's not forget that he single-handedly uh, saved the season for the Cowboys last year. I mean, before he had the breakout game against Kansas City last October, I mean, no one knew what the hell uh, the, the offense was going to do or how they're going to score points. And then he had this breakout game against Kansas City, and, 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 you know, he saved the season for the Cowboys, for Wade Phillips, for Jason Garrett, for all those guys last year. He's a starter team. Every team has a star. He's a, right now he's a big star in the Dallas Cowboys team. Who's bigger than Miles Austin? Who saved the season well, last year? That's true, but the, the, but the star of the quarterback in Dallas is always going to be huge. It always will be, no matter if it's uh, Tony Roman in the spotlight, or Quincy Carter, Chad Hudson, that star when you were the, the Cowboys quarterback is huge. But they didn't have one. Exactly. Since, <laughs> since Troy Aikman. Exactly. So, they had a quarterback. So, the quarterback isn't a star. Miles Austin is a star, trust me. It's just like when T.O. was there. Dallas lost games because they couldn't get the ball in T.O.'s hands. You got to get the ball in the hands of your best player. Same thing in basketball. When it comes down to it, who has the ball? Kobe Bryant has the ball in his hands, right? That's right. Wayne Wade has the ball in his hands. Uh, 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 quarterback, what's his name for the New England? You know, he has a quarterback. Yeah. Sometime about. Speaking of it, yeah. uh, and if you guys are just not tuning in, I know we're close to the end of the show, but we're following some current stories that are currently breaking around the sports world. One is ESPN Chicago is reporting a trade uh, with Joe Kim Noah uh, being traded to Denver in exchange for Carmelo Anthony, which could be huge uh, in the NFL. Another story that's breaking, or is breaking right now, is that Tom Brady has agreed to a deal um, in New England. The deal is a four-year deal worth $72 million and includes $48.5 million guaranteed, uh, which will take time up until he's 37 to the 2014 uh, season, which is huge. So I don't know. I think that makes him the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. Uh, that's until the, until the deals get done with um, Drew Brees and the deal gets done with, with Peyton Manning. But Tom Brady has agreed to a four-year deal worth $72 million, includes $48.5 million, uh guaranteed. So they've got that part done. Let's see what they do with Randy Moss. Well, good luck right now on your uh, picks for the upcoming uh, football season. I look forward to uh, returning to your show. And, uh, you know, you and I always go head-to-head. I know you're a Cowboy fan, and I'm going to enjoy watching the game with you. And laughing with you, and I'm not going to cry with you. <laughs> well, again, so we want to thank our callers. I want to thank uh, uh, Chris for calling in. I want to thank my co-host, Royce, for giving his opinion. 
And uh, we hope you guys stay tuned in, stay locked in with us. Look for us to uh, broadcast again on Saturday. Um, you can email the show at rfbrands at gmail.com. You can follow us at blogstalkradio.com backslash rfsports. You can call in at 323-927-2906. Uh, we did get one my, uh, Facebook request from a friend of mine by the name of Devin that's telling me to watch out for the Steelers and that he thinks that um, Reggie Bush should not stop the house. But we'll get on that letter subject. I thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is RF for RF Sports signing off, and I hope you guys enjoy your sports day. And uh, go Cowboys. Yeah, right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.